Hello, Babylonians. Hey, people. have been with us for a long time even from the beginning and we cannot say thank you enough and I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately how do you make your own podcast well it's simple I use anchor Anchor anchor.fm which is the website or there is an app or you can go on your computer whatever you want to do it's the easiest way Um, it is run through Spotify so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto and there's lots of different it'll stream to at least I think 10 different platforms or more um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer so no matter where your setup is like you can start creating today today and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm gonna listen Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. It's been a long time since we've recorded, but you don't know that. (laughs) We've been on time with uh, distributing it out. (laughs) There's a glitch in the matrix. All right. Oh my gosh. So I had to drive to Colorado this past weekend, which is actually going to be two weekends ago because we're actually ahead on recording for once because by this time, uh, no, not this time, next week, by next week, which is already passed, wow, this is really confusing, June 17th <laughs> is Shauna's departure date. Actually, well, technically the 18th, we're leaving at 5 in the morning. But. So, the 18th of June. <laughs> yeah. And we missed our uh, podcast birthday, so uh, happy second birthday to the podcast. Um, It's (laughs) great. So we're gonna have some. We're gonna be recording ahead here because I do. I got my shit together and I have a few cases ready. Finally, take me long enough. Took me two years, and for Shauna to move away from me to get my shit together, it's fine. (laughs) That's all it took. That's all it fucking took. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, no little humans here because I am trying to keep that as a thing because I know some people like it, some people don't. Sorry, Don. No baby noises. Don, I love you. Always and forever. Amen. Okay. Aww. And Nate yes. Dog, you Nate always dog. be the dog. It's funny because this is a Nate Dog case. Hey, Nate Dog! <laughs> it's funny what I said, but I'll get to it when we start talking about the case. Um, I'm drooling everywhere because I have these. We have a really good snow cone stand here and I had to have one. Um, the only cred... cred Creature. Yeah. I was gonna say cretin and creature, and then cretin somehow came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Is my dog Zoe, and she usually she's not breathing hard like she normally does because she hasn't ran up and down the stairs like her mom. Because I was heaving and hoeing, that's why we didn't start recording right away. <laughs> so I catch my breath because I am a fat girl and I know that. Shut up. I'm actually eating 20 pounds, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. But did that stop me from eating Arby's for lunch today? Absolutely not. 
<laughs> and I know there's some people on here who can be like, that's my girl. Hey, that's apparently, my girl. I look thin today. And she, my face. Her face, you'll see it on the Instagram. <laughs> let, me, let me correct you. Her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Goodbye. She's like, this is why I'm fucking moving. She says shit like that. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Um, okay, well, that was weird. It stopped recording for a hot second. I don't know what just happened. That was weird. Is it because of whatever that thing was, the warning was? No. I don't think so. Something just happened. I don't know if I, if you guys got, no, there's nothing popped up. We're still going now. Great, now I'm going to have to pay attention and read. (sighs) Anyway, Nicole's the reader. Shauna, me, Sassy Buns. um, Tootsie Floof. Yeah. All the things. Yeah, we were all being all cute and fun. And then my computer just went, kafa. Computer said, Stop with your cute funness. Cute funness. No, no, none of that. That was so weird. So I'm gonna, I I don't know if it's gonna, it kept going on the same screen, so it's like kind of like, I don't know. This is interesting because it's like catching, it's it's recording, but it's like going really weird. Should we pause and listen? I don't know if I can do that, but we're gonna try. Hold on. So now that that's happened. Yeah, but let's just, in case you guys are new here, I'm Shauna. I'm a listener that cackles. I'm also known as Sassy Buns. I'm Nicole, and I am Tootsie Flu, the one who does all of the work. Yep. <laughs> and we'll all continue to do so. Even with her departure, we're still going to try and figure out. Um, I'm hopefully, eventually one day, we'll get a new laptop. Um, yeah, so we can do FaceTimes and stuff. Or Zooms, or however we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And if not, I will have guests, guest stars on the podcast. I've got a few friends who already want to do it um, with me, just in case. Um, So, yeah. So, I'm not going to disclose any of their names, just in case it doesn't happen. Because, life. And if not, you'll just get a whole lot of me. hey Because... We've come a long fucking way in two years, um, starting with Kelly and then Shauna and then just all of the, you guys have literally gone through so many life changes. Like I had a whole ass baby, um, Shauna's moving to a different state. I'm about to get, well, by the time this comes out, I'll be in my own apartment. Um, so it's just a lot of things. Good things. Good things. Absolutely good things for sure. But it's just changes and that comes, but this podcast means, especially, I mean, I know Shauna has been a key component to it and she'll not say that but um (laughs) it's become very important to me and just keeping it going because it does bring me joy Joy. and it's like brought me to so many cases that like especially like some of the unsolved ones that we've done i've i follow their stories and like try to see if there's updates and whatnot and like actually i got um there was this case before we get into this one that i was wanting to cover and i had gotten a a Facebook ban because I really like telling people I like to drop kick them on Facebook. Um, I've done it twice now and I've gotten a three day, three day ban twice. It's been great. I've learned my lesson. Um, hopefully, and I probably won't say I'll drop kick someone, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try to be drop them. I'm gonna kick drop them. Come come with a kick drum, Gary. With a kick drum. Um, but no, I, I wanted to cover this case and I'd found I wanted to get on Facebook, so I created a second one and everyone's like, oh my god, it's a hacker, and I'm like, no, it's really me. Um, because I wanted to find more about this person, and I'm not going to say her name because her her mom reached out to me, and she's like, hey, I saw you have a podcast. If I let you join this group, I want all of the 
stuff about my daughter to be um, kept on this page. So I didn't feel comfortable covering her case because her mom's like, 75% of the stuff podcasters have covered on her is not even, it's not the whole story. And so I might, I might talk to her. Yeah. And see if maybe she would be okay with talking. Do, do like doing like a, an interview type thing. Yeah. And so then that's when you have to pay to listen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that can be a Patreon type Patri- thing. That's the word I couldn't think of. Patreon. Because I do have a case that we're going to finally get posted How on cool there. How cool are you actually interview? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've got to just reach out to her more because I know that's that's it's like that's her baby. Like that was Dad, taken, especially the because I've obviously read into the case and just had stuff done for it. But I would want it to be completely done. Yep. Well, which is what we try to do with every single case because that's what these people we talk about deserve. Mm-hmm. And like their daughter is a beautiful human. I'll tell you afterwards. Yep. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, there is other places you could go look. For her, but I don't want to touch on that because it because it the mama said they don't do it justice. So yeah, we're exactly. gonna, or you are going to do it justice. Yes, or let her tell her yep. side of it and mm-hmm. everything, and yeah, because it just and she was it it, it just threw me off because I was like she's like her girl's name mama with a heart, and I'm like, ah! and I'm like I'm so glad that you messaged me because. I was just going to cover it, and I would not want to do a half-ass job for any of the cases that we do, but that just kind of struck a chord with me, so stay tuned for that, hopefully. Yeah, so yeah. I just, I haven't had the courage to ask her, because that's, like, a very hard thing to do, but, like, I know on Morbid that they've had family members that have she came on. She reached out to you, so Well, it's a, I requested to join the, the Remembrance page, because I wanted to see, like, get feedback on how who this person was before she was killed. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's who what you should focus on type thing. And not so much the killer either, because he sucks balls. Um, but she's just like, I saw you had a pocket, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so anyways. So yeah, that's, uh, we'll, uh, I'll touch on that if and when that happens. So Fantastic. This case, however, is, like we said, is a Nate Dog case. And I put, Nate Dog, these ladies suck, but you don't. Hey! <laughs> it was just like, meow. <laughs> um, and this is the case of Mary Ann Bragg. And it's based in Georgia. Because I keep forgetting to put, like, where things are. And I'm always searching through my notes, like, as we're, like, going through it. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck this has happened. Right. And this is not a Tarantino. <gasps> You're what? Aww, his sister doesn't want me to go. No. <laughs> I don't I don't want her to go. But I am excited to come visit. And I'm already, like, trying to, like, plan for that and whatnot. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yep. And we'll be live and recording in Arkansas at one point. Because... Yep. I'm going to send her home, send her home with her own microphone that she purchased. <laughs> so she has one. <laughs> so we'll just have it there and have mine here and it'll be great. It's going to work. It's going to be great. So anyways, let's talk about sad things. Sad uh, things. Murdery. Because that's what we do. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. So we're going to first talk about Tom Bragg. He was born in 1956. Quick bragging. Sorry. Stop. Stop. It's weak. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bragging all over <laughs> Because they do everything here. <laughs> this is a bragging episode. It is. Um, he was born in 1956. He was born three minutes before his identical twin brother, Tim. They had this funny saying that Tim kicked Tom out, is what his sister Elaine said. I'm like, that's kind of adorable. Yes. Tim kicked Tom out. Goodbye. Get out. I need space. After school, or after school, goodbye. After high school, he, Tom, became a long-haul trucker. 
He married a woman um, he met who was waitressing at a truck stop, and they had two kids together, a boy and a girl, but that marriage ended up in divorce, and afterward he moved to Thomaston, Georgia. Um, and this was in the mid-90s when he met this lady named Mary Ann, and she was not on an island with Gilligan. Okay. I forgot where I was going with that. However, she does smell like an anchovies cunt. Sorry. Boom, 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 boom. Hey yep. So... Uh, Marianne had gotten pregnant while she was in high school and her parents insisted she married her boyfriend at the time. She ended up having three daughters with her first husband, but after they got divorced, she worked various jobs to pay the bills. We're all same. Um, <laughs> it's the only commonality we have. I'm going to have like six jobs by the end of this year. So I can just live comfortably while How never sleeping. How the fuck would you live comfortably with six jobs? Because I'm going to... Yeah. No. We become addicted you to need drugs. To just, again, you need to just get on like a fan's page or whatever and show your feet. That's what you gotta do. If anyone would like to see my OnlyFans feet. OnlyFans feet. OnlyFans feet. Tootsie. There will be my Tootsie Foots! Tootsie Foots! I almost peed. <laughs> oh my god. Tootsie Foots. We're talking about various jobs here. Nicole's Sorry. about to get into a whole new uh, whole new world. We'll, we'll, we'll talk afterwards, guys. <laughs> Oh, my Lantis. Um, uh, her daughter, Gail, said, My mother worked at a mill at one point, and she also worked at a gas station. She did whatever she had to be able to do to take care of her three girls. Aw. Sounds like a decent mom. <clears throat> Five years after the end of her first marriage, she ends up getting married to a man named James Wright. Mr. Wright? Oh. He was an older man, but he made sure the bills got paid and he took care of her children, um, is what her niece, Lori, told um, okay, so producers, because this is off one of those shows. I don't want to say which one, because I'm always wrong. And then Nate tweets me and is just like, it was actually this show, you were, you didn't say the right one. One of those murder shows that you can watch on television. Yeah, like, there's there's several. There's Killer Women, Deadly Women, Snapped, Snapped. lots of killer ladies. It's one of those, possibly, or not one we just mentioned, so. Right. <laughs> which was one of them, that was one I'd never even heard of. I'm like, well, that's fine. Nate does his shit yes, he's he awesome do. and he's we love him so much yes so so she got okay she was married the first time for five years and then she met mr wright who was not mr wright um because they ended up getting divorced after 10 years leaving her free to date the man named tom um after they met in a local bar because you know that's where all love stories start uh, Where Vincent Shana's in. <laughs> I was trying to go into that. She so, beat me to the punch. Sorry. <laughs> Bitch. But typically, it, it, that shit don't work. But it doesn't. But here they are. <laughs> 12 years later? 13. 13 years later? It's fine. Numbers are hard. Um, Marianne and Tom immediately hit it off and were married in August of 2001. Uh, they wanted to, wanting to spend more time at home with his new bride, Tom traded in long-haul trucking for roofing work. Often, his brother Tim worked alongside him. Tim and Tom. Tom and Tim. I have an Uncle Tim and an Uncle Tom, so this just makes me laugh. Um, hard times hit in the summer of 2002. The Bragg brothers were doing a job at the New Life Pentecostal Holiness Church in Thomaston when the roof collapsed. They fell through the roof and broke their ankles and legs, is what their uh, Tom's daughter, Christy, told uh, producers from whatever show it is. I'm so mad. That's when I need to get my shit together and be like, it was on this show. Because, like, the case last week was, um, or the two-parter was Erin Caffey, and it, she was on Killer Woman with Pierce Morgan, because mm. I finally, I watched that interview, and it's very interesting, because her body language is just, 
It's a lot. So I suggest you go watch that on Aaron Caffey if you want to watch that with Pierce Morgan. It's on Hulu, if you guys don't know, because I had to search it. But anyways, back to Marianne, because we ain't bragging. Hey! Um, my Uncle Tin moved in with my dad during the time of their treatment, and he was staying there, and Marianne was taking care of both of them. Yeah, taking care of them, all right. <clears throat> By early September, the brothers were on the mend, and Tim ended up moving out. Tim, Tom, sorry, gosh, still wore a cast on his leg and needed a cane to move around, but he was determined to get back to work. Tragically, he would never get that chance. Spoiler. Doom, doom, doom. On September 9th, 2002, na their neighbor, his name was James Mann, contacted authorities to report he had found Tom dead inside his house. Yeah. Just jumping right into it. Mm. Just kidding. It was like a Tarantino, but not. Um, <laughs> She's a liar! I'm a liar! I did set a little bit of a scene before. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Jesus. James was in... Um, was just in the front yard, just physically shaken, and you could tell that he had witnessed something horrific. Former Thomaston Police Department patrolman Drew Jackson told Snapped. Oh, there you go. It's Snapped, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Snapped. Snapped. Jackson entered the Bragg residence and followed blood drops from the entryway into the dining room. Inside the guest bedroom was Tom's body. I observed the body laying on the bed with a pillow over the face. I could see the large pool of coagulated blood under the bed. The massive amounts of blood and tissue that were on the walls and on the ceiling, Jackson described um, to the producers of Snapped. Local authorities summoned the Georgia Bureau of, of Investigation. <laughs> GBI. To help... No, don't lick my toes. They don't want to hear that. I don't want that either. To help with the investigation, an autopsy determined the time of death was between the hours of 4 and 6 that morning, um, according to court documents. Crime scene evidence was... Um, Indicative of blunt force trauma to the head. The object would have been consistent with a claw hammer, um, is what the prosecutor, Ben Coker, said. The home showed no signs of a break-in, nor was anything missing. Dum, dum, dum. She is dumb. Exactly. On September 9, 2002, between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m., Tom was killed in his home. The medical examiner determined that his death was caused by blunt force trauma, consistent with hammer strikes to the head. No signs of forced entry or a trail of blood drops led from the bedroom where Tom was found through the front door and onto the porch. A single drop of blood was found in the driveway. That same morning, at approximately 6.30 a.m., Marianne left the home she shared with Tom and Thomaston. Jeez. Tom yeah. and Thomaston? Yeah, that's fucking Tom Thomaston. It was his town. R.I.P. Tom. Um, picked up her friend Deborah Clay and drove to LaGrange for an appointment with her psychiatrist. Clearly wasn't doing her job. Oh, my yeah. Shortly Rain. after Marianne left, Lee Henry, um, Bragg's neighbors saw what she believed to be the glow of someone's, someone lighting a cigarette on Bragg's screen porch. While waiting for her appointment, um, Deborah Clay, who was her friend she picked up, received a phone call indicating that Tom had been murdered, and she suggested to Marianne that they re return to Thomaston. This was the deliberate killing of Tom Bragg for no reason other than to eliminate his existence is what the GBI uh, Special Agent Von Estes said. Mm. Von Estes. Special, Special Agent Estes. That just sounds great. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Um, they were close to this person. They took the moment to cover the person's face with a pillow, which is kind of like dark in a weird way. Yeah, wasn't the pillow already covering 
Well, that's what they're saying is that they the, they took the moment to cover the person's with face with a oh the pillow. person who did it did okay yeah okay. like they okay. claw hammered him to death gotcha. because he can't get away if someone comes and attacks him because he's freaking an invalid he's because he's got his broken leg cast it yeah because he was in a fucking accident and then this just wait just wait all right it's always just wait <laughs> oh wait there's more <laughs> investigators spoke with man and his wife um what. Henry. Oh, I thought I already said that name. It's fine. Man said he was supposed to take um, Tom to an auto parts store that morning, but he never showed up. He went to check on him, found the front door open, and Ugh. discovered this crime scene. I'm like, oh, just, duh. I almost had to encounter to where I could have potentially found someone, and I'm really grateful that I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I can only just imagine, like, that scene, especially, let alone, like, a murder. Like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, the couple also said they saw Marianne leave the house around 6, instead of 6.30, timing is everything, mm -hmm. said that she was on her way to a doctor's appointment, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Oh, this bitch. Uh, when she arrived at the scene, she almost collapsed, according to Estes. She said she'd been at her psychiatrist in LaGrange, Georgia, over an hour away. She had driven there with her friend, Deborah, who confirmed her alibi. So, in speaking with Tom's... She's fucking smart. I gotta have my friend with me as an alibi. I mean, she... Yeah. Obviously, she gets caught. But, like... Right. At the, at the moment, she's pretty fucking smart. Yep. When Marianne arrived at... Oh, no. I already said that. In speaking with Tom's family and friends, though, detectives learned all was not well in their marriage. What? Marianne was a slut! Hey, oh, I that told is, you about that, that anchovy cat. That was... Sorry. That's straight from court documents. Too. Yes. <laughs> uh, she was having multiple affairs. Multiple. More than one, if you don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> I said that. You're fine in listening to this. Turn Wait, it off. Please don't. Turn it off. Look Turn it off! Let me apologize to the parents. Okay. I'm so sorry. Among the men uh, Marion had affairs with were man. Uh, the one that his wife... The neighbor. Oh my god, where did his first name go? I just have his last name. The one here. that was supposed to take him to the mechanical yeah. or whatever, get parts? Yep, yep. Nicole, get your life together. Uh, da -da -da -dum. Yep, Tim and Tom and Tim and Tom, Von Estes. Uh, okay, Lee Henry is the neighbor. Uh, <clears throat> and that's, okay, she, okay, Lee is the wife of the guy named Man. What the fuck is this? What's this man's first name? <laughs> and everybody's gonna be like, really? You just said it. And they're probably screaming right now. Which I don't even remember and I'm listening. It's James Mann. His name is James. It's at the James. top of the page. James. Um, so she said she was supposed to be having a... Uh, has said to have an affair with James. And their pastor, Steve Craven, of the New Life Pentecostal Holiness Church. Because it's always the freaking pastor. I hate how many churchy people... Are scandalous motherfuckers. Let her alone. Let her alone. Let her alone. Let her alone. I am <laughs> baptized Catholic. <laughs> Just stop. Just keep reading. It's fine. Baptized Catholic. <laughs> but I don't practice it. But there's so many scandalous things that come from church. And if you go to church and it's great, I'm so glad for you. But there's reasons why I do not, and I'm not going to get into that because I don't need to bash anyone's religion. It just frustrates it me. Just, you know what, though? We are just the people that, like, if that works for you, awesome. Hell who am I to yeah. say, who, who are we to say no? Exactly. That's bad or whatever. Like, if that works for you, more power to you. Amen. It just doesn't work for my sister or I. Yes. And I'm not Catholic. 
No. I was baptized. Never, never was baptized Catholic. I was baptized. I was baptized Pentecostal. In full circle. Okay. Okay. End of that. That is not. Sorry. I'm not that either. We like crystals and rocks in the world. I'm gonna call it. I'm pagan. I I just believe in nature and. I'm so sorry if you heard that. I I am the toot. Okay, let's keep going. We're not talking okay, about religion. Fine. Well, yeah, we yeah, just totally got off. Off. All right, sorry, Or yes. farts, for that matter. Okay. Investigators spoke with both men and determined neither was involved in, in Tom Bragg's murder. So it wasn't like she was like, I'll sleep with you if you kill my husband type thing. Because we've had that happen before. Yeah. Go back to a lot of past episodes. Like there's, the, the, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot of these lady bitches that suck ass. Um, detectives also learned that Marianne spent her free time flirting with men in various internet chat rooms because it's 2002. Mm. That's when chat rooms were all the rage. Oh, yeah. AOL, man. <laughs> I was on so many different ones. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a wonder I didn't get murdered. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, hey, look here. Come see me. What? I'm like two. I'm Surprise. freaking... I was nine. You were way young. I was, was so young. Yeah, two. Okay. Uh, she had... Lots of guys who were interested in her online as well as in town, is what Estes was, was saying. Is she a pretty lady? Um, I don't remember. It's okay. It's That's it's all opinion, anyway. Most Looks of the time. Obviously, are deceiving. So. Right. As the investigation continued, police received a tip from Marianne's former son-in-law, because um, remember, she this is her third marriage. Several years prior, Marianne had asked him to get had asked him to get rid of James Wright. Um, that was her second husband. This is his uh, son-in-law saying this. He believed that Marianne might be up to her old tricks and was trying to eliminate her husband. Because you'll wonder why. I bet you can't guess if you don't listen to this and you're new here. (laughs) Most women kill their men for this reason. I'm about to tell you. Authorities (laughs) discovered Marianne had spoken to three different men about murdering Wright, um, her husband prior to Tom. In one instance, she promised to share the proceeds from a life insurance policy. Ding, ding, ding. There it is. Money, 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 money. Of his that she was the beneficiary of, according to court documents. She had recently taken out a $25,000 life insurance policy on Tom. The investigation showed that Tom was never even aware that this insurance policy existed, as it does. In these fucking cases. I hate that that... Money truly is the root of evil now. Yeah. But yeah, it would solve a lot of my problems. But anyways. <laughs> That's why people will murder. Because they feel yeah. like they are so, they get so wrapped up in their problems and not able to see that, like, hey, just take it one little thing at a time. Don't look at the mountain of things that need to be done. Just start start, yeah. start, start at the bottom. Just work your way up. Or start it from the bottom now we're here. Yeah. Make a lot of banana bread in the next few weeks. Boom, shakalaka. Anyways. Hey, and then I'll teach you how if your bananas are not ripe enough, you put them in the oven and it's, you can ripen them. I used that the other day when I was uh, making banana bread. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll teach you more. Hey, actually, you know what? Here, a little segue, rabbit hole. If you need your bananas to be, like, mushy or whatever, browned, stick them in your oven at 150 degrees Fahrenheit and you stick them in for, like, 30 minutes and then um, and just turn them halfway through. Uh-huh. You can go a little longer if you want, but as soon as they start turning brownish black, you get that, and then you wait for them to cool, and then cook. You really mush it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking smart. You're welcome. Shunners. All-knowing. Um, wow. 
my banana mind is blown. Because this <laughs> shit is bananas. This shit is bananas. <laughs> we really got away from this. Wow. Welcome to Bloody and a little bit of Bloody and a lot of babbles. Got a lot of it. And You're bananas. Welcome. Babbling bananas. Oh, baby snuggles. I'm so glad he's sleeping. He didn't sleep well at, at, at Snapchat today. Goodbye. On October 25th. <laughs> yep. Daycare. On October 25th, 2002, detectives interviewed um, Marianne again when confronted with her online dalliances. What does that mean? I mean, she's a hoe. Her Dally, online dating. Dally, dally. She dismissed them as role play, according to <laughs> Estes, and froze, voiced her frustrations with her dead husband. Okay. She even made the statements. Um, to Estes, uh, he's one of the office, the past officers that was on this, to me in an interview that she was supposed to be the one, she is supposed to be the one being taken care of, not being a nursemaid for a cripple who can't work. <gasps> That's what she fucking said oh. about her husband, her husband, her husband, wow. husband, who, his leg was broken, not his dick, sorry. Yeah, and not that that's probably a factor, but that's where my brain went. Like, I'm sure she didn't want. Okay, I I under. Okay, like I know why she said what she said, but like, what the fuck? He's dead now. Like that's disgusting. And that's not a good way to win your case, lady. Like, uh, you need to right? be like grieving and like, oh my god, I'm just. He was first. He was hurt, and then he died. And yeah, like, I had to fucking take care of a cripple. Fuck you and your yeah. anchovy cunt. Yeah, anchovy cunt. I'm gonna put that in the notes. Love it's it. Funny. She deserves it. Um, so and detectives, <laughs> detectives, gosh, thought they had found their motive, but what they didn't have was evidence, unfortunately. Over a year after the murder, investigators re-interviewed Clay, her friend, um, Deborah, who had provided Marianne's alibi. She told a different story the second time around. Shocker. Shock. Wow. I feel like I just got bit by something. I got bit by an aunt earlier, now I feel like I'm complimenting yeah, yeah, it. It's great. So, Deborah tells us eventually that Marianne gave her some drugs. She took those drugs that made her very sleepy and very weary, and she slept most of the ride to LaGrange. Is what? Um, is, it, is he Detective Estes? Is that what his name is? <clears throat> I gotta find out. Yeah. Special Agent uh, Von Estes, because he has such a cool name. Um... Clay said at one point the car stopped on a bridge and Marianne threw an item in a plastic bag into the waters below. At another stop, she threw a trash bag into a dumpster at a Hardee's before driving the rest of the way to her doctor's appointment. Mm, getting Hardee's. rid of the evidence. I knew you were going to say something about food. <laughs> I just knew it. I'm not, I want a Western bacon cheeseburger now. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten at a Hardee's. Mm, it's like Carl's Jr. They're the same thing. Hardee's, Carl's Jr. Um, Western bacon cheese. I, whatever my parents are making upstairs, I can smell now too, and I'm like, yummy, 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 my yum. mouth is watering. Um, but it's fine. Parties. <sighs> my boyfriend's <laughs> making me dinner tonight. Aw, it's yeah. Um, we theorize that uh, uh, <laughs> the. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's it was a weird off day. And my boyfriend's energy was off, so it's thrown me off. And then being here with Shauna, she's all uplifting and stuff today. <laughs> and then there's money. And there's money. And there's that makes people giddy. And this, yeah, it's, just it's fine. We theorize <laughs> that that was the clothing that had blood on it, and possibly the murder weapon as well, mm -hmm. is what um, one of the people told Snapped. 
In 2005, investigators obtained Marianne's medical records from her psychiatrist. I just... Okay. According to the doctor's notes, Marianne appeared to be distraught and made the comment to the doctor that she just found out that her husband had been killed. Yep. Okay. The only problem was, at the time... (laughs) At the time... Marianne had not been notified by law enforcement of her husband's murder. So she goes into her psychiatrist's office all distraught. First off, <laughs> why the fuck are you at your psychiatrist's office when you just found out your husband's dead? I drove an but hour! I drove an hour! My husband's dead! But nobody knows that but me because I did it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do it. But I didn't do it. Did well. never find the drug chick in my car. Uh, there's a chick drugged out of her mind in my car. Like, ma'am, be better. Be better. You if you're going to come in, we're going to be better. <laughs> you need a whisper and cheat? We're going to watch us eat it because you don't deserve good food. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, geez, oh, Pete. On November 8th, 2005, Marianne Bragg was arrested and charged with malice murder, felony murder, and aggravated assault. Good. September of 2006. Ooh. She was found guilty on all counts and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Mm. Um, the Associated Press reported at that at the time. Many of Marianne's loved ones told Snap they continue to believe she is innocent and hope she will really be released from prison one day. Like, I, I, I'm grateful that I've never had anyone in my life go to jail for like a very heinous crime. I mean, I've. We're not going to get into that, mm. like such as this, but I'm like. She literally said, oh, my husband's dead, but nobody knew, nobody knew, except her, because her claw-hammering ways. <sighs> I'm glad I've never been in this position, and I pray that I never have to, but I'm just like, as a family member, I'd be like, sis. Yeah. <laughs> like, the facts are all on the table. I mean, and your story doesn't line up, like, because you can't keep, when you're lying, your story doesn't. Liars don't like being questioned. The truth is okay with being like, I'll tell you the truth over and over and over and over, and the story right. won't change. But if I can lie, even the little tiny bits, they start changing. It starts changing. It starts yeah. and it's like fucking compulsive liars. liars. So I'm in recovery. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> she, um, as we said, she had experienced marital problems in both this and earlier relationships. At trial, the state presented evidence of prior occasions of her soliciting the assistance of others to murder a previous husband. A friend of Marianne commented, Aunt, quote, Anne always seemed to hook up with the wrong men. Don't get me wrong. She has had some good ones, but I grew up very close to her. She's been in some very bad relationships over the years. Some of them put their hands on her and beat her. I know I have seen it over and over, and apparently referring to Tom, quote, she had a good guy. Maybe he was not rich, but he loved her for her. She was always after the ones with money. Tom did not have the money she wanted to have, and she lost it. I mean, I mean that's a lot to go through, but I mean, that's pretty nail on the head right there. I know someone similar. Weird. <laughs> we always seem to it circle back to this. Hit me. <laughs> oh, like a clock. Like a clock. <laughs> this is why we're going to hell together. I don't believe it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. Well, it's fine. All right. The prosecution proved Yep. There's a lot of peas right here. Yep. It's not because I go too fast, friend. Who listens? <laughs> it's because I'm a hot fucking mess. 
The she's prosecution portrayed her as promiscuous. <laughs> I love it. The, I love Good that Good job. Word. Pr- that was a lot of alliteration. That you did Kelly really would be so proud. She would. Kelly. Kelly. You proud? Would you be proud of my portraying the love promiscuous? Love her so much. Yes. Three men testified they had inappropriate relations with Marianne while she was married. She's a hoe. One of them was a former Upson County pastor. Mm. He admitted having an affair with her just weeks before her husband's death. Mm. Ew. Marianne received two <laughs> mandatory life sentences in prison for her role in her husband's death. She was also sentenced to an additional 20 years in prison as a result of the charge of aggravated assault. And that's where she resides today because she's still alive. Oh, it's a bit of a shorter case, but it's okay. But I just, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the fact that she literally ratted herself out. I just, I love when that happens because sweet, sweet justice. Right. But, um, oh, I just, I don't understand how people could still believe when she rats. Yeah. I yeah. Well, just the whole circumstance of her being with. What did you just pull out of your app? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a stuffed llama. Alright. It was like it was like tickling. I'm in booty shorts. And because it's summer and I'm hot. And I and you pull the llama. And it was tickling my butt the whole time. Every time I would adjust it. Was it's it like, spinning? <laughs> no. I got it from a teacher that I worked with because she had llamas was a theme for her class. I wish we had video. <laughs> I know. Because you'd make me do it by myself. Oh, my lantis. All right, llama butt. Oh, my God. Llama butt. Llama tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. You guys. We love you. We love you guys. Well, llama lot. Oh. Llama lot. Llama love you so much. I hope you guys... Uh, appreciated this case. I mean, yeah, uh, the shorter ones are, they kind of, they're, they're what they are. Um, they're good. They're there. And I'm just, I'm still so frustrated. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. and he, the fact that he was already broken and then that's how he goes out too, that just, that wasn't sitting right with me. Is it sitting right with you, llama butt? <laughs> no. So, well, now that you're not sitting on now me. Now that you're not I'm suffocating good. me with your big fucking ass. <laughs> God. Oh, I'm proud of that butt. Thank you very Hey-o. much. Big llama face. So, guys, um, you guys know where all our social medias are. Um, thank you guys so much for reaching out to us. We love you guys. Um, if you guys have your own cases you would like us to cover, reach out. Uh, reach. My friend Tiffany has been giving me a lot. Thanks, so, Tiff. Oh, yeah. Yes. All the things. Um, thank you so much, Tiffany. I love you so much. And hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tiff. Because she'd always say, hi, hi Nicole. Aww. Every morning when we worked at the, ca- the casino together, because I can say that now. I don't work there anymore. Um. But yeah, she is wonderful and I love her. But hey, she be be the new guest on this show. Oh, she absolutely would. Be she, sassy buns. We no, you're sassy buns okay. forever. Be sussy boos. Sussy boos. <laughs> you are llama butt. You are llama butt. <laughs> llama butt. <coughs> anyway, same role meet by the fighters. We need you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if fighters. you guys want to be a guest on the show, reach yes. out. Because I'm leaving. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Arkansas. Like, we're going to try and get a couple more things recorded before she leaves. But, um, yeah, until then, you know, we're, we've been doing really good with being ahead. Um, but that only and lasts for so long. Oh! 
Oh, sorry. I made a really good. Uh, really yep. Tell you a story after that. <laughs> so many. That was stories. so loud. So um, I'm gonna I mean, put a sound warning and be like, we get loud in this one, guys. Yeah. But yes, we love you guys so freaking much. <laughs> Thank you guys for putting us. We're like on the road to 13,000 plays. Like that's so fucking banana bonkers to me. And I just love that you guys appreciate us and still want to listen to us every yes. week. That really means the fucking world. So on that note, um, until next time, Babylon! Hello, Twisted Humans. This is the podcast where two best friends chat true crime and have a glass or two of wine. I'm Alicia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is Twisted and Uncorked. So join us every week for Casual Tuesdays, where we release a new episode. We are now available on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Rate, review, and subscribe. Cheers! Cheers!